This is a top to a, you know, what we use on stage, but it's very, very special because if you can see, yeah, the numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board, oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11, and then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes, you know, be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? I put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 50, we're talking about the reuniting of one of the greatest fake bands in rock and roll history. We're talking Atlanta season three and much, much more. I'm Mike Fish and I am joined as always for the 50th time, Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? Looks good, player. Coming to you all the way from the City of Angels on another work trip. Happy to celebrate number 50 with you, though, Mr. Mike Fish, friend of the family. Who'd, who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? we'd make it a 50 huh hmm. feels pretty nice man I know that almost an entire year has passed and um i think the show's getting better we uh we even got listeners because there's an ama later tonight that i'm really excited about taking some and... listener questions i haven't prepped kushan by the way so he doesn't really know some of the questions but uh fun times so other than so what are you what are you doing in before we jump into the show what are you doing in la as some people call it just one of the non, most non-sexiest uh, work gigs ever. And by that just means like it's, I should be at game one tonight, but this came up first. So I have to do this. Otherwise uh, I make way more money in a third of the time. And all I had to do is just drive. So it's a, uh, yeah, good times. Happy days, happy days. Anything else? Any other sexual adventures in the past seven days on this oh, wonderful geez. spinning rock that we call earth? I did an 18-hour shift working game six of the semifinals. That was wild. Um, had a real, I wouldn't necessarily say I had a good time, but I had a better time than I did a game three. And I uh, had no stiffness or soreness the next day. So that's always a bonus. Stiffness. Bonus. Mm -hmm. Hey-oh. Ah. Ah, good times. We've got to get in the cheap jokes. It's episode 50 after all. Um, I, I guess I, I just had a manly weekend, Kush. Hmm. What kind of manly stuff did you get into? I went to get an oil change for my car. I power nice. washed the backyard. There you go. That's bad. Naked it. knife fight? What? Any naked knife fights? No. We, we did keep our pants on for that. But uh, okay. luckily, okay. no scars. So I did well. Well, I fight though. That's exciting. You should see the other guy. Ooh, I don't want it. No, I'm afraid to. He was a squirrel. Wait, <laughs> it, it had it coming. These squirrels are dangerous, yo. To, pff, tell you what, wait, let's go to nature real quick. Our nature segment. So I don't know whether it's their time of year, whatever, but the squirrels in my backyard are starting to build nests. And I was just sitting there. For like 20 minutes just staring at them building it was just fascinating to watch hmm. they're like getting all twigs and like sticking them together to making little baskets and stuff it's like right, the... right. squirrels man they're not just a nut chaser yep. they're good weavers but anyway that's uh the, what the what the listeners have come for for us to talk about squirrels um, by the way, if you are new to the show, thank you very much for joining us. It's episode 50. Make sure you do subscribe to wherever you're watching or listening to the show. And obviously follow us on our socials at Waffle Box Pod. 
Um, let's just jump in to the first story. I'm way more excited, I feel, than you are for this story. Oh, yeah. So, you are. As I alluded to in the intro, the world's greatest fake rock and roll band, Spinal Tap, are due to make their return in a movie that I, I'm assuming is not going to be called Spinal Tap 2. For some reason, I feel there's going to be more grandiose title to that, but who knows. Um, but before we get into your negative thoughts, spoiler alert, um, I'm just going to give you up to speed. Uh, so Rob Reiner is reteaming with the original cast of his debut film, This Is Spinal Tap, for a sequel. Um, aside from directing... By the way, I'm reading this in case I feel... Uh, Reiner will also star again in his role as filmmaker Marty. Also coming back are Michael McKean, Harry Shearer, and Christopher Guest as the band Spinal Tap. Um, the original one obviously was a cult classic, which mm, is even part great. of the National Film Registry. If you haven't seen it, definitely go see it. It's still not got... I don't think you can go and see it anymore, but I'm sure you can find it somewhere streaming. So the premise of this movie... Spinal Tap's manager dies and his widow inherits a contract that says the band owes them one more concert. So she threatens to sue them unless they honor it. The problem is, and here comes the wacky part, uh, they haven't been together in years and there's a lot of quote-unquote bad blood they have to work through. The movie is already set a release date of March 19, 2024. Go on then, Kush. Ruin it for me. Why aren't you looking forward to this? I don't want to ruin anything for you, man, but this this is Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap number one was, as you said, it's a cult classic. You know, just take the cult out of it, dude. It's a classic. It's a fantastic movie. It uh, was ahead of its time with the, the, the uh, mockumentary and the spoofs. Uh, spoof if you're films. a fan of The Office, was- you got this movie to thank for that. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I never thought of it that way, but I will agree with that. You know, and it's a piece of its time. Now, there have been other movies like it since, including like Fear of a Black Cat and uh, most recently Pop Star with Andy Samberg. That was not good. Oh, you didn't like that? That's the no, funniest movie of the summer that year, dude. Was that it Pop Star Never Stop Popping or something? Never Stop Stopping? Never Stop Stopping. Yeah, man. That's one of those movies I I'm wish I was a huge fan of his, but that... because it would have had, man, the colors in that, the, 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 the actual the sound and the music, like that would have been a fantastic theatrical event to go see. So I'm really sorry to hear that you didn't like that one. But it's also dated. It's as dated as Spinal Tap. It's as dated as Fear of a Black Hat. And I don't want a sequel to any of those. You know, they're, again, products of their time. Spinal Tap, the, the hair metal scene in the 80s, which you know died out in the 90s. And then Fear of a Black Hat, 1991's Hip Hop. That thing was out of date in 1994, if you can believe that. It's like, Jesus Christ. And then Popstar, you know, obviously dealing with the boy bands and the Justin Biebers, you know, like, we don't need a Spinal Tap 2. We shouldn't have a Spinal Tap 2. Make a new thing. I don't know what the newest trick. Make Make a Spinal Tap-esque film about the new K-pop sensation. That shit will be hilarious. I think that could go down at the dangerous road, though. Because if you you make any kind of jokes about K-pop, you know, they come for you. I I have a feeling they'd be pretty stoked about it. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, intense culture. It's an intense culture. Uh, yeah, man, this is going to be as good as Bill and Ted 3. And if you liked Bill and Ted 3, well, all right, I'm jealous for you. But that was not a good movie. And it was 30 years too late. We didn't need a Bill and Ted 3. Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted 2 was so bad that I didn't want a Bill and Ted 3. It's the reason, same thing with Ghostbusters 2. I didn't want 2016's Ghostbusters. However, while I didn't want Ghostbusters Afterlife, my favorite movie of the year and, and shit man maybe this will be the same in a 2024 but i don't think this is a good idea they're all funny people but i don't don't think this is a subject anyone cares about here's why my counterpoints are that so Break one if you're talking about bill and ted part three mm-hmm. the reason i like that was because it knew exactly what it was supposed to do it wasn't Normally, whenever you see these kind of movies brought back, 
it's normally they normally try to okay let's try to capture the new young audience or whatever 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 bill and ted three was a movie made for the people that watched and enjoyed the original it wasn't groundbreaking it was just what it needed to be and yes i wasn't dying with laughter or going oh my god this is this should win an oscar no but it was an i enjoyed it for what it was and what it was supposed to be that's where i'm hoping spinal tap goes i'm hoping it's not gonna try to take i mean what are these guys they're probably in their 70s or 80s by now i don't know i don't know you didn't look up how old they are but they're not going to be yeah they're not going to be youthful fellas so i hope they don't try to make it all wacky for the new generation but i i think this could be fun and also whenever an old film gets brought back it's normally like a for a crappy reason and i think the simple premise of this coming to america too exactly so I think this could be a lot of fun just because it's a simple premise. They've made it a very simple explanation of why they're getting back together after all this time. I think it could be fun. Fingers crossed. I mean, it's happening whether I want it to or not, but I, I, I hope, I wish every movie was great, Mike Fish. But yeah, I got, I got bad, bad feelings about this one. Well, we'll see, because I mean, well, so it's going to come out in just just oh, just under two years' time. So I guess we'll circle back to that. But yeah, and Asteroid's going to pick us up before then. It'll be fine. Something's going to <laughs> something. Um, what else? What else has happened um, in the last? Because rather than kind of going in or straight into the, I've got a. Um, did you hear? about this the story of the florida man and i know normally when you find you know hear a story of a florida man it's like oh god where did he stick it this time that's like normally the kind of thing we're dealt with but so this guy who was in a i think it was a small plane so i think it was just him and the pilot and the pilot just blacks out and passes out Mm. mid-flight and this dude who has zero pilot training had to land the fucking thing did you hear that story i did not hear that story i heard a bunch of terrible stories this week but that would have been the best story i would have heard because i'm thinking because up to what what happened was the pilot had a, a medical emergency and he managed to radio down to like the closest tower and something and someone Two people were talking a, him a through. Was it a stroke? Like... I don't think it actually went into that in the story. Gotcha. For whatever reason. But um, yeah, so it was the air, air traffic controller and a flight instructor, Robert Morgan, who successfully uh, talked Harrison through the safe landing of this. But I'm just, oh, when I was reading it, not only was I like, holy shit, that's an incredible story because I would have been shh. I would need a new pair of underwear if that happened to me, first and mm-hmm. foremost. But then also, I thought, was that not sort of the plot to one of the airplane movies? Uh, you're talking about the uh, the actual comedy film Airplane. I am indeed. Yeah, that's also that's a direct takeoff of another film, etc. It's the plot of several movies, yes, sir. Whether they're funny or not. So, and it apparently happens quite more often than we ever thought. Well, that's why in commercial, they have about three or four of them in that cockpit who can fly the thing, just in case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think the motto of the story is don't Never get did. into a plane if it's oh. just you and the pilot and you have no idea what to do because that could be your last flight ever. Mm. Worst ways to go. I mean, there's better ways. <laughs> Definitely much better ways to go. Which one was it? Was it Airplane 1 or 2? I think it was Airplane 1, wasn't it? One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Airplane 2 is when they had to go to the moon. <laughs> and it's a, it's I think I may have watched that once and never gone back to it. Airplane, <laughs> the original, I've watched several times, but that one I've... 
Airplane Two is funny, but it it the the Abrams and Zucker team weren't even a part of it. Like it was one of those movies where like Paramount's just we're doing it with or without you. And those guys like deuces, you guys can do it without us. And to this day, they said they have never seen it. Um, but it's funny. But it's a lot of you know, it's a lot of the same. You, know, you saw Scary Movie Two, same as Scary Movie One. It just did you see that other thing? Same as that other thing. Speaking of scary, was it that? Which one was it? Scary movie was it? Scary movie four or five that was created by the airplane fellas. I want to say they took over after three, but I, I I saw Scary Movie one and two, and I was like, "Oh, the Wayans are leaving." I am too. And I never looked back. One is a fantastic uh, comedy movie. And then after the that, guys who prepare that, they started doing all like disaster movie and epic movie and superhero movie um and i'm proud to say like i've never watched any of those good me either high five anyway shout out to that man whatever his name was something harrison darren harrison oh. florida the man who brings pride back to the term florida man I'm sure it won't take long before it's ruined again by someone. It's very rare that Florida man ever does anything like heroic or courageous or just darn right good. So I know I've mentioned it before, but in a previous podcast I used to do, we used to have a segment called Florida Man and boy, howdy, they got up some interesting journeys. Maybe I have to dig up some of those old recordings. Flesh Maybe. them out. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway. That's enough of that. It's now time to find out what the record breakers in the world have been up to in this week's dumbest world record of the week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, Why indeed. Um, So this is the return of one of our favorite record breakers, Mr. David Rush, who I think has broken something like 150 world records in his time. But this one's another doozy. Now, before we make fun of him, remember is this he does... third or is third? I think this is his third Waffle Box appearance. We do follow him on Twitter. I might oh, try to reach out to him, see if he can... Uh, if we can get him on the show that'd be great but we'll see um yes so he has returned so this one is a great one he does these for charity remember so let's not make fun of him too much but let's make fun of him a little bit so this world record david rush broke the world record for pushing thumbtacks into a cork board in one minutes now yeah. Why not? if you think about how quickly you can push a pin into a cork board how many do you think david rush pinned to break the world record well now how big is this cork board um as big as a football field let's say i don't know so the, the, the number is unlimited. Like you could, you would not like run out of space before you run out of a time. Let's go with that. All right, that's fair. I'm going to guess he got at least 120 in. Oh, that's, that's two per second. This man, David Rush by name, Rush yeah. by nature, 180 pins in the cork board. Three a second. Three per second. Yeah. Like, even though, like, I guess he's he was ambidextrous, so he was able to use both hands. But still, that speed, I'd be worried that I'm going to, like, because one finger prick, game's over. Is the game over? Like, I, I definitely see him, like, coming out of that minute with a few thumbtacks and his, his fingers. I feel like there's no way that's unavoidable. Oh, maybe it'd just be for me then, because I would be like, ah, fuck, fuck this. I, 
<laughs> How many did I get? Four? Ah, well, I'll try again uh, next year. Sometime. So, although he didn't didn't say he had he he helped got help from his partner. What was his name? Hollywood. Holly, Paul Hollywood something. No, Hollywood something. Hollywood Hannon. What a guy. Hollywood. I don't know. I and know his, nick, we, his nickname. We got to get a video of these. We'll find some videos and we'll post them at some point. Ah, but yeah. So congratulations, Mr. Rush, on Mr. your quick, quick fingers, which I'm sure Mrs. Rush appreciates as well. <laughs> Mrs. Rush does not appreciate that shit. <laughs> Stop going for a world record. Let's enjoy this evening. Um, <laughs> stop watch. Anyway, anyway, that's we're going we're going dirty already. All right, so that brings us to the close of the first half of the episode. Um, but still to come, of course, we've got a middle of the show quiz. We've got the trap door. We've got the AMA. We've got the not the movie review. We've got so much coming up on a very packed 50th episode of Wobble Box. So we'll be right back. After this break. Welcome back to Waffle Box episode 50. Still to come, we've got the trap door. We're talking Atlanta season three. We've got listener questions and more. But it's now time for the middle of the show, so it's time for the middle of the show quiz. Middle of the show quiz. So this week's quiz, we are testing Kush's knowledge on finding the fake movie band. So in O to Spinal Tap, we're going to be listing off five groups four band names and out of those kush has to decipher which one of those is the fake band from a movie now you don't have to necessarily know the movie in the title that might be bonus points but you have to find out which one's true and which ones are false sound okay. easy no this is going to be a difficult one there are a lot of goofy band names i have my own band by the way it's called farva's mustache it's rated on reverb nation Never strummed a note. What kind of, oh, so you, you don't actually you don't release any music? Never even made a post. Somehow rated on Reverb Nation. Happy days. Best to go and tour one day. Um, with no songs. That'd be, that'd be the joke, I guess. I guess. Anyway, are you ready? You strapped in. I'm ready. Okay. So round one, your band titles are the Pink Fairies, mm. The Teardrop Explodes, Fleetwood Mac, mm. or The Weird Sisters. The Pink Fairies, Teardrop Explodes, Fleetwood Mac, or The Weird Sisters. Do we Which have to ones? pick the real band or a fake band? You got to pick the fake band. The fake band. I'm going to say The Pink Fairies. They are actually a real band. Um, the Weird Sisters feature in the Harry Potter series. They're a punk band in the Harry Potter series, apparently. I don't remember that. But uh, anyway, so that's one down. All right, round two. Your four choices are the Barden Bellas, Thin White Rope, 36 Crazy Fists, or heavy metal kids. So that's the bottom bellas, thin white rope, 36 crazy fists, or heavy metal kids. Heavy metal kids? Ah, oh, the correct answer there was the bottom bellas who were abandoning the in pitch perfect. Mm. You're not a big fan of pitch perfect? I've actually never seen them. Me neither. But it's fun to say. Pitch perfect. Ooh, pressure's on now, Kush. On to round three. The four bands here are The Gits, Stillwater, The Soft Boys, or The Motors. 
So the gits. Soft boys. Still water. You going with soft boys? Mm-hmm. Is that your final answer? Yes. Oh, the correct answer was Stillwater, who are a fake band from Almost Famous. Oh, oh. stupid. Anyway, bonus rounds in since you probably lost this one. Um, round four, Finger Eleven, <laughs> Rev Theory. Okay, I know that band. Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, or Groovy Uncle. Son of a bitch. So you're real sneaky with this one, Mike, because Dr. Teeth isn't a real band, but they are a real band. Like, they're, they're just a bunch of Muppets, but they, they're a real band. But they, they... I'll give you that one. I'm still saying Dr. Teeth. Huh? Did I get it? Ooh. Yep. From the Muppets. Every day is a victory. <laughs> All right, then last one. Oh. Red Bone, Silver Bullet, Sonic Death Monkey or Five Finger Death Punch? What's the second one? So we had Redbone, Silver Bullet, Sonic Death Monkey, and Five Finger Death Punch. I'm going to say Sonic Death Monkey. Correct. Oh, now we can see the toilet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The hotel room life. Happy episode 50. Yes, Sonic Death Monkey were a fake band from Higher Fidelity. Yeah. But you say that you know you saved face a little bit, only lost three two. Could have been worse. Lost three two and exposed the toilet. <laughs> Thankfully, no one's on that toilet. That would have been fantastic. Oh my good. Wouldn't that have been hilarious, actually? Just, <laughs> just like, oh, that's hey, our producer. <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> you promised. Just halfway through the podcast, you just hear a flush. Uh, anyway, not bad. Maybe next week uh, you'll get it. But now, let's remove someone from history. So again, if this is your first time, the next segment is a trapdoor. And this trapdoor segment is we take four things from a certain topic and we remove one from history because it's straight trash. So this is the trapdoor segment. So uh, we got two rounds as always. This is a gaming special this week. So the first one are classic video game characters. And then round two will be video games that got turned into movies. Oh, this will both be fun. So the first round is the characters themselves. This one actually might be a tough one. So the four... They're standing above, nervously, their trapdoors. Sonic the Hedgehog, Super Mario, Pac-Man, or Crash Bandicoot. Suck my dick, Crash Bandicoot. Get out of here. Oh. I thought that one was going to be harder. No argument. (laughs) Yeah, I put put him in because it's a classic one, but yeah, he was annoying as fuck. I never played Crash Bandicoot or at least not as much as I played the other three. He was just a Tasmanian devil ripoff. I was totally expecting like Samus Aaron to be in there or whoever the chick is in Metroid or Link, uh, Star Fox. I was expecting something like that, but you know, no Crash Bandicoot, no brainer. Wow. I think that's the first time we came to consensus that quick. It's episode 50. We're celebrating. Um, All right. Quickly on to round two then. So these are movies based on video games. So the four that are above their trapdoor, we've got 1993's Super Mario Brothers. We have 2002's Resident Evil. 2005's Doom. And 1994's Street Fighter. Wow, yeah. With the exception of Resident Evil, all those movies are bad. And even Resident Evil's not good, but it was better than anyone thought it would be. Like, it was right. horrible. It was trash. It, well, okay. I know I'm sure I brought this up before. If that movie was just 
named something else and had apparently no connection to the Resident Evil movies, I would have probably ate that movie up and enjoyed it. But because it was apparently supposed to be based on Resident Evil, I hated it. I mean, it had some themes from, you know, it had the couple monsters from Resident Evil, but, and then the the rest The main character, if they wanted to make the main character a woman, there are several women you can choose from from the Resident Evil franchise, but they made one up. They made a whole new checkup. Well, Resident Evil is not getting the trap door, not on this one, player. No, I, uh, I would like to give it to Doom because that shit was awful. Like it was no explanation. No, you got The Rock, an unknown Carl Urban, and it's just a, no, no, no explanation. Because some people like, are gonna think Super Mario Brothers because that's the easy one to trash, but it had its charm, I think. See, that's where you're wrong. I, I think most people are gonna think Street Fighter, and you know what? It, there's definitely no Mortal Kombat, and it's not still not a good movie whatsoever. But here's why. I mean, it had Jean Claude Van Damme. What was you expecting? A better movie, to be. But I, I, I like some it just street fighting. Wasn't some that the one? Maybe. I'm trying to because some some of the early like Street Fighter they merged into one. Wasn't this was Street Fighter the one with the dude from Adam's Family in it, with the classic line of, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. No, your rally will Julie is it, but no, the, the classic line is it's the scene where he's taking Chun Li captive and he's like, he's kind of like, what is your problem with me? Like, I'm not that bad of a guy. And she tells this whole story about how M. Bison and the mighty M. Bison and his army invaded her village one day and murdered everyone she loved and then she set off forth on this quest to become the greatest fighter in the world and blah 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 and he's just like damn like for you on that day the day i came into your village was the most important day of your life actually it was just a tuesday for me <laughs> and you're just like that's the greatest scene ever and out. like you're not getting it's not getting the trap door just for that scene alone the, no, Super Mario Brothers is getting the trap door because not only was it a bad movie, but it was such, such, such a bad movie that Mama Hayes has still not forgiven me for it to this day. We have seen plenty of bad movies before then. We have seen plenty of bad movies since then. But she will never forgive me for Super Mario Brothers. That She's taking that shit grave. That's how much Super Mario Brothers needs the trap door. And plus, with all the visual effects they had available to them, which obviously wasn't super high-tech, but still, they, I don't know, they could have worked a better way of working in the Goombas rather than having them in trench coats. That was weird. Mm. What was that It about? was just a weird movie, and I understand. It was the first one. Like No one knew how to take, take this format and make it into something plausible or realistic. Like they went, they tried to make it realistic. And it like, it's a video game movie. We don't want it realistic. We want it based on the video game. That's no, the didn't. point. They didn't even know that then. So, but yeah, Super Mario Brothers, Kick Rocks. Very <laughs> well. Very well. All right. So uh, moving on to some more, well, it's not movie talk. We're going to be talking about some TV that you should check out if you haven't already done so. It's now time for Kush's Not Movie Review of the Week. <laughs> Kush's Not Movie Review. I like that you got that set up. I've had it, we've done TV reviews before, so that's an old, old jingle that I brought in. Mm-hmm. Um, so Atlanta, season three, starring Mr. Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. The childish Gambino. As Not Danny Glover, think. as a lot of people still, to this day, getting Glover. confused of. He's no. too old for this shit. Donald Glover is still in his prime. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. That's how you remember also, it. Also starring Brian Tyree Henry. Lakeith Stanfield and Zazie Beats. That's how you have to say her name. Or at least Zazie name. Beats. Zazie Beats. Um, yeah, man. This show has had a four-year hiatus. I'm sure we would have got it earlier, but COVID kicked in and effed everything up. And maybe that's why we got half the season 
in Europe this year, man. Like, to be fair, the season finale takes place in like two days. I have not seen it yet, but I've seen the first nine. They, uh, interesting stuff this year. My favorite stuff is everything they've done in Europe, but then they're just trying new radical shits and their, their own little version of the Twilight Zone, just these little self-contained episodes that have nothing to do with anything in the series whatsoever. Just, I honestly, with the exception of last week's episode that was in black and white, I don't have the title in front of it. And if you watch the series, you already know which episode I'm talking about because it's the only one they've done in black and white. Like, I don't know who those episodes are for. Um, yeah, I don't know who they're for. But again, everything with the crew from Atlanta, just experiencing life in Europe while they're on tour, fantastic stuff. A lot of fun stuff out of uh, England, a lot of fun stuff from Amsterdam. The best episode they might have done actually came out of Prague. But um, yeah, dude, I, I, I don't know what you necessarily want me to cover in this TV review, but there's no way in hell I was going to see Firestarter and I didn't get around to seeing anything else. But Atlanta, more people need to be watching this series. They're doing a lot of cool stuff. And uh, right, Before I jump in my questions then to help pad out this review, I, so for some out. reason, last week, I thought Kush said for definite that he was reviewing Firestarter, which obviously not only comes out in the theaters, it was also streaming on Peacock. So I thought, you know what, I'm normally sitting here listening to him talk about a movie that I haven't seen yet. So I thought, you know what, I'll sit down and watch this so I can help out with the review. I didn't ask you to do that. And after about an hour into this movie, which is about two thirds into it, I send him a message saying, this movie is not that great. And then Chris was like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't see it. And I was like, wait, you said you was going to review it. He said, no, I didn't. I said, I might, but I'm going to be doing Atlanta season three. And I was like, well, I'm turning this shit off then. So I hadn't finished it. I'm sure there was a happy ending, but that was no good. Um, I've seen other reviews for Firestarter, and I think, I think you made the right decision by turning it off. It would have been a better choice to not watch it whatsoever. And again, yeah, I, I have zero interest in the remake of Firestarter like I do for Spinal Tap 2. They needed, they needed like a montage of her burning shit with the song Firestarter by the Prodigy. That would have made them so much better. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised there wasn't like a piano version. You know, just little girls just walking, walking home in the neighborhood, maple leaves falling on her because it's autumn or whatever season. And, you know, just, yeah. However the, however the melody, <laughs> if there is one in Prodigy's Firestarter, just have that slowly playing as she's just walking along, thinking about her powers. Um, there was one scene that I did appreciate, though, is when she oh. set fire to a cat. Oh. Because it, it scratched her. And I'm not a big they fan of cats, that. so I, don't I like laughed. Cats scratch me, but oh, I probably would have laughed, too, actually. Anyway, Atlanta season three. What are, what are, so for those who may not have watched a single episode of this, Give a quick synopsis of the what, what's the premise of the show. The series is uh, your boy Donald Glover. He plays a would-be manager slash agent for a childhood friend of his, played by Brian Tyree Henry, and that's uh, he plays Paperboy, or also known as Albert. Albert has a sidekick, Darius, who is Lakeith Stansfield, who is kind of just Lakeith Stansfield these days. Is uh, and then uh, Donald Glover's the mother of his child, uh, played by Zazie Beats, is uh, is is here and there every now and then. It's yeah. So first couple of years is you know about them struggling, trying to get made, trying to get you know just that demo out there, trying to get on a tour, let alone a European one. And then this third season has been the European tour. And there's a lot of culture shock. They, uh, there's an episode in Amsterdam where they meet, uh, they don't necessarily meet Claus, but they do meet Swaski Pete, AKA Black Pete. And uh, that is a subject of controversy within the European Union, or at least in uh, Holland slash the Netherlands, uh, with good reason. 
to be controversial. So um, I don't, I, I'm guessing you don't know what that is. Yeah, I've, I've heard of Holland, the Netherlands, but. Uh... But you know about Black Pete? No idea. Is he a pirate? It would be better if he was a pirate. So before I tell you what he was, today, like, people in, the ho in Holland or the Netherlands, they, they recognize bad taste. And they're like, oh, despite our good intentions with this character, this is not what we want to be known for today. Um, so the progressives uh, have, have switched it out to, to an alien. Uh, he's just a he's just a blue alien who helps out Santa Claus on a, on their day of Christmas. But um, those that are trying to hang on to tradition have said, "Well, he Black Pete fell down the chimney, so that's 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 just all soot on his face." But the the, the traditional character is he's played in blackface, dude. Like oh like, dear, oh dear, blackface and. A, a friend of mine from Holland, one day during the, the big Christmas group text message, just willingly showed a photo of herself in blackface. And I went, oh no, what is happening here? Like, there's not a racist bone in this chick's body, but it's not a good look. And it's, it's a different culture and all that, but like. Yeah, you know, we have both folks do not endorse blackface. Bad look, <laughs> bad look. And she's so pretty, but it's a bad luck. Um, so anyways, uh, I, I've told you where they're trying to take it, but that's, that's what it is. So during one of Paperboy's concerts, he's like minutes from taking the stage and he peeks out and sure enough, like half the audience is in blackface. And he's like, nope, fuck that, <laughs> we're out. And um, more, more hilarity ensues, but yeah, it's... Um, yeah, it's still a weird tradition. Like so. Yeah. Then they they was. have Christmas. Christmas is still the twenty fifth. Okay, but that's a religious holiday, so everyone's in church on Christmas. No one like, wants to go to church blackface. I guess not. Santa <laughs> Claus makes his visit like around the fifth or the sixth of December, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, the, a, if, the, if the tradition is like they're supposed to get away with it, they're saying, oh no, it's not black, it's soot in his face. What is he doing with soot in his face on 5th of December? He fell down the chimney. So they, they give out. What was he doing a practice run? The tradition of giving out presents is the first week of December in Holland, not the 25th. 25th is a religious holiday. All that commercial bullshit they get out of the way, first week of December. Crazy. And Black Pete's uh, origin tale is Santa Claus freed a bunch of uh, Spanish Moor slaves and uh, Swasky Pete. And I'm like, hey, Santa, thanks for, thanks for freeing me. I'm not making me a slave anymore. Can I ride with you? And she's like, oh, I could use some help. <laughs> Hop on, Swasky Pete. And off they went. Swasky Pete, do you have any makeup on you, though? Well, You're looking a little pale there. He is supposed to be a black character, but you know, it's Holland. So for a long time, they had no black people. <laughs> so that's to make their own. They had to make their own, but then they had black people and those folks were like, yeah, this isn't a good look, guys. You, you need to not do this. This is, mm -mm. no, no is bueno. Yeah. Anyway. So that's just one episode of Atlantis season three. <laughs> All right. Um, no episode really seems to gel into the next one or the gel from the previous one. Uh, sometimes characters pop in, sometimes characters pop out. There's usually no context. And then, like I said, like half of this season, and I'm sure it's all COVID related, but half of the season, just original stories that have nothing to do with our hero's journey. So for those who enjoyed season one and season two, this isn't like much of a continuing story arc. It's kind of just, stories that come into stories they're just trying to make tv they're just trying to tell their story and um again i like it when we're hanging out with the guys in europe uh, there's something else in these other short stories that i don't know what's what i'm supposed to get out of it but i know others are and i know others have figured out what they're all about so i at least check it out if, if you've never even seen atlanta period i would say you could start season three and pick up 
everything without a problem. You'll, you'll know who everyone is immediately. And um, you'll probably be more intrigued by the one-off stories than if you were a fan. What does Cush Hayes give this? Four out of five? Yeah, man. They're making good TV. They're making good TV. I'm going to miss seeing Atlanta. Who knows? We'll even get a season four. These guys are all doing big things. These were all just, I think Donald Glover was arguably the, the biggest name in it. The, the other agree. three, Brian Tyree Henry, you know, uh, Zazie Beats and uh, Lakeith Stansfield. No one knew who they were before this series. And now everyone knows who they are. And where can the good people check this out? It's a, it's an FX TV show, but it's on Hulu the next day. So, and again, uh, the season finale is this Friday. So at least check on Hulu. it out. All right, so that's Atlanta. Right, so normally we wrap up the show with our feel good moment of the week, which we still got to come up. Um, but we're going to, earlier today, I announced that it was our 50th episode. So I asked some people just to give us a little couple of questions so people get to know us a little better, do a little AMA, and we've got some questions. So uh, we're just going to take a pause for the cause and then be right back and answer your questions. Okie dokie. So, listener questions from our good followers at Wafflebox on Twitter. Let me pull these up. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Well, we got one, we got two. Like, we got, I'm excited that there are any, but like, we got a few. We got a few. Wow. Okay. okay. So, first, okay. first question, uh, since it is surrounding the episode 50 comes from pixie who is a host of the next on stage one podcast she asks did you ever think that you'd get to 50 recorded podcast episodes um, yes but at the same time like a lot of these shows could they just fizzle out after you know four or five people like we're not getting the results we want immediately we you haven't know? got a spotify exclusive deal yet let's yeah. get it but yeah no so but the reason why i agreed to do this show with mike fisher was like no he's he's gonna put time into this he's gonna make he's gonna try and make this the best he can and he's not gonna give up just because nothing happens immediately and yeah, uh, yeah super happy to be right about that yeah, I always say that you're going to start a podcast. That's one big piece of advice. If you're going to start a podcast, make sure it's about something that you enjoy talking about and or you're doing it with someone you enjoy talking to. So the worst case scenario, if you only get two listeners, whatever, you had fun doing it. That's the main thing. So yeah, I, I figured we'd get to this point, which is quite nice. I've um, had a couple of series that have eclipsed 50 episodes and none of them have had any feedback. So this is this is a blessing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, she has a follow-up question with um, where do you see the podcast going in the next 50 episodes? I honestly Obviously, have no I idea. I would like a sponsor. I would like us to be sponsored, but that's that's a whole other conversation in itself. But uh, you know, I guess the segments that you create might keep getting better and better. And the ones that aren't working, we don't return to, but the ones that got something there, they keep getting polished and they keep turning into something. Uh, I look forward to every week guys. That's, you know, it's the best part of Wednesday for a reason, but you know, I'd like to see us maybe get some guests on this. And, you know, I ain't told Mike this, but I've talked to a couple of folks like, yeah, I'd love to contribute a segment to that or, you know, whatever, but it's, it's, it's all baby steps. You know, I didn't, when Mike did approach me about this, I didn't necessarily know where we're going. You know, again, we talk about everything and nothing at the same time. The show, the show could be, the show could be anything. You know, it, it, it could be something that I completely expect. It could be something absolutely unexpected. We spent five minutes talking about squirrel nests earlier. That we did. That we did. But yeah, I think I, I, I like where we're at right now in terms of the podcast in terms of the segments and things like that but yeah i think like i think ideally in the next 50 it would be fun to be able to have you know the opening segment where it's kind of like as an opening story and like the feel good segment and things like that if we could have you know and the trapdoor all those things if we could have like listener submitted suggestions that'd be a lot of fun 
Um, mm, yeah, it would. Then it kind of connects to the listener. But yeah, I think more of the same, but just more feedback, I guess. That'd be great. Um, next question from Ronnie from the Rambling Ronnie's podcast. Mm. Uh, did you have... We'll see. She's a fun lady. She is. Um, what was your childhood nicknames? What nicknames did you have as a kid? So are we talking about like childhood. nicknames? Or are we talking about the shit I got bullied with? Because they're two different things. But well, they, I mean, like, let's go with nicknames, as your friends would call you, rather than it's not a therapy session, Kush. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Ah, jeez. Uh, real generic stuff, but like, you know, like I got called Copper Top. Um, no. But like, that's that's like pre-kindergarten. So mm, that, that's that's one of the earlier ones I remember. See, I didn't have any um, imaginative friends, I guess, because my nickname for ages was just Fish. Yeah, just identifying you by your last name. Yeah. yeah. And then once kind of my group of friends kind of started merging with my brother's group of friends, they already called him Fish. So then my nickname transitioned from Fish to Little Fish. That was, he was Big Fish, I was Little Fish. All we needed was a cardboard box to complete the set. Um, this one from Plugo. Uh, one half of the Between Two Beards podcast, who I sometimes frequent on, and we go between three beards. Uh, but do you think if Daniel Jones had to pick, would he re- rather be top half fish or bottom half fish? I don't know who that is. Daniel not- Jones is the quarterback to the New York Giants. And I don't know if I'm missing a trick here. Did, is there like a mermaid connection with him? I don't know. But I'm thinking, see, I think generally, normally you'd, you'd suggest, you know, bottom half fish, because I want to be able to still, hey, what's up and talk. But if he's a quarterback, if he's still trying to be a quarterback, I'll keep the legs, right? Gotta keep the legs. See, so I mean, you could also just transition. But then it's top half, so he doesn't have any arms. So how are you going to throw the ball? It's a conundrum. He'd figure it out. He could like you maybe stick in his mouth. His mouth. Yeah, I mean that'd be the only way. Um, like some of those strippers do with ping pong balls. There you go. Some of them do. Some of them. Some of them do. do. Not all. What do you know about that? What do you know about that? Huh? I've seen some. I've seen some shit. Uh, you have to go to some really, um, let's say, exotic places to see that kind of show. By the way, uh, water polo. So. He's already in the pool the entire time, so he keeps the bottom half as as, as a fish, and then he just he just dominates with those, those human arms every time. Like can't nobody stop him? No one, no one's faster than him in water polo. There you go. So what are we going with? Top half, bottom half fish, bottom half fish, bottom half fish, bottom half fish. Um, Daniel from Not a Strong Start Movie Podcast asks. Cast on this, nice. What was your favorite slash most fun episode so far? Hmm. Maybe it's a cliche answer, but I always did the last one. They're always, the one. They're always getting better the and fun, I think. They do get better and better. Like Nothing like stands out like, oh, I remember that one. To me, anyway. I've been having fun trying to do different openings and you know, the few and far between, but like when I dressed up like Kush bond and, and shot a confetti confetti pistol at the camera, that was fun. That was good. Uh, the one you had COVID. That was fun. COVID was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a good one. Like I put some thought into that one. Like, <gasps> um, let's go with that one then. Um, and what COVID do you feel? What do you feel was your worst episode? And he said, in parentheses, must answer. See, for me, the worst ones were the first few where we attempted to record through StreamYard. And for whatever reason, either they didn't like your shit or your shit didn't like StreamYard and the, your connection wasn't great or the audio, it was just a mess. 
It was always something with StreamYard too, dude. Like, it was StreamYard because no matter what we tried to fix it, it wouldn't fix. Then we moved, changed the Zoom and it's been fine. So those yeah. were horrific looking yeah, back. The first episodes are just bad, period. I wish I could give you a more specific answer about like a situation that happened. But a lot of these episodes, I, I do a lot of recordings a week. So, excuse me, like it's, I literally just have to like dump and run. Uh, not not trying to simplify or, or disrespect the craft, but yeah, I I rarely remember what we do on these episodes. Like that's, I, that's I, 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 like I, did, I put on a tuxedo, which I never do, which is why I remember we did the James Bond gimmick. Otherwise, like I don't remember much about last week. It sounds like something you do in like a bathroom showroom. Dump and run, dump and run, dump and run. Yeah. Um, next question, um, from uh, Rambling Ronnie again. Um, Kush, I know the name is self explanatory, but how did you come up to get that name? Well, thankfully, I went with the path of I didn't give myself this name, it was given to me. Um, and it, I so the very short story is I was assaulted with a bag of weed that happened to be named Kush Hayes. Uh, the long version is I, uh, I'm usually the broke dude in my group. I'm still a broke dude in my group, but like there was a time when I was like super broke. The point I was like, Oh, you guys are going out to spend money. I can't even do that. What are you doing before? What are you doing after? Anyway, when we get to this portion of the story, a buddy of mine were, and I were at in and out and he just misplaced his wallet, left it at home or whatever it was. That looked trick. over to me. I would say that old trick, but this dude literally, you know, took me out to a hundred restaurants, smokes me out all, all the time, which is why you'll understand what happens in just a minute. But, you know, I, I actually finally have a steady job again. Like this is after my pro wrestling career is over. I, uh, like I couldn't get work forever. And finally I had a full-time job or at least a part-time job that was steady enough. So when he was like, Hey man, can I, can I borrow 20 bucks? Like I didn't even hesitate. And like, he gave me this really weird look like he's been in that position before and it's always been like pulling teeth and just on this one occasion like no i fucking had it here and if i didn't have cash i just put his order on my tab and paid with visa but anyway he's like i'm gonna get you get you back later and I'm like, whatever dude you know, again this guy's taking me out all the time this guy's always getting me like i don't care it's 20 bucks we'll we'll, we'll be fine and we get to the car and he immediately hits me in the face with a bag of weed. I'm like, ah, my eye, I'm not supposed to get weed in it. And um, it was a quarter ounce of uh, what would be called Kush Haze because also at this time, just weed names are hilarious. And uh, yeah, I was like, that. that sounds like John Shaft's cousin. I like that, Kush Haze. That's, that's how I got my name. Lovely stuff. Um, Mike, how did you come to be in the United States? Married American, nothing exciting in that one. Um, have you ever been to Canada? And what are the top three things each of you know about Canada? I've been to Canada. Have you been to Canada? I have not been to Canada. Um, but what I know about is, you know, fantastic wrestling uh, dynasties up there. Um, I know for the most part, majority of folks are very friendly from what i yeah that we I must never hear the time like and then that fucking canadian fucker said fuck you dude and i was like fuck you dude i never hear that story never no, i was walking story. i was walking down the street with my canadian friend and this person who's walking the opposite direction goes hey how are you doing have a great day and i was like oh who's that person and they were like oh, i don't know so what just strangers just wish you would have a great day that's so weird yeah. Very friendly I, people. I wish I could tell you more, but you know, known for good beer, known for Bob Morton's donuts. Uh, I guess he's also a hockey player. Finger Eleven. Hockey. Le uh, Finger Eleven, a Canadian band. All right, Finger I know Finger Eleven. I thought no. Now I'm now I'm questioning myself. Where? Are the yep, they are Canadian. Good. Oh, Oof. Yeah, that's my three. Friendliness, Bret Hart, and Finger Eleven. Boom. Um, all right, let's do the final question from at Living Scott. 
if you could be any lunch meat, what would you be? And which cheese would you marry? Uh, I'm going to be a tri-tip sandwich and I'm going to marry just some mozzarella. Playing it safe. I like it. Uh, I'm, is lunch, so is, is spicy salami? Sure. Is, is that, that's, I'm going to be that and I'm going to marry pepper jack cheese. And it's going to be wonderful on a melted sandwich. Yeah, you two would be cute together. Like pepper jack's right. got a lot of freckles. Yeah. We'd be not? adorable. And our kids would just be sweet. All right. That wraps it up. Thanks very much for submitting your questions. Hope they were interesting and hope they answered them. If not, whatever, send yeah, them in again. Great. Please, please do more. And now let's end this show. Just, um, that was a lot we, of questions, Mike Fish. I'm I know, right? Happy about that. Yeah. That's why that we're you know, a little behind the scenes, you know, for those, pulling back the curtain for those listening and watching. We had to, we had to do three Zoom calls for this episode because Zoom bastards put their 40 minute time limit on even two people. Scumbags. Scumbags. Anyway. Let's, let's flush this negativity out of the air and end the show on this week's feel-good story. <laughs> oh, you weren't setting me up to do that? My no, bad. I wasn't. Sorry. I, that was a good one, though. All right. Um, this Zero. week's feel-good story of the week. So this week's feel good story of the week comes to us from I don't know where, um, but it's a graduation ceremony at Wiley College, wherever the hell that is mm-hmm. in these United States. I didn't actually write that down. Probably should have. However, like so this recent week, more than 100 students assembled for their for the sorry, not there for the 133rd graduation. Could you imagine if the same person graduated 133 times? That'd be quite impressive. Um, at Wiley College, and they were shocked, Kush. They were shocked, shocked to hear President and CEO Dr. Herman J. Belton Jr., which means there's his dad is called Herman J. Belton too. Mm-hmm. Is that the law? If you, if you officially put a junior, does they have the same have the same middle name as you? I think so. Yeah, because it's George. There's George Walker Bush, and then there's George Herman Walker Bush, and not George Bush Junior. See, this is why I have you on the show. You know this shit. But yes, President and CEO Dr. Herman J. Belton Junior. announced that their balances had been paid off. So they were student debt free. Um, The recent pandemic has exacerbated some students' ability to pay their debt. So some graduates and parents in the audience in Marshall, Texas, there you go, were especially thrilled to hear the news. I bet the parents were at all. The estimated total owed by the 2022 class was over $300,000. And it's an anonymous person. They don't. No one knows who did it, but someone just cut a check and said, "This is the, this is for their student loans." Pow! What a what a great story. Yeah, man. I'm oh, sure yeah. a lot of people were jealous. I would be. And maybe the class of 2023 are like, please, yeah. But so I'll- some some. Just casually nice guy has 300 grand burning in his pocket. I thought, fuck it. Any, any explanation of why he just paid off the, the loan? No, it's anonymous. No one, no one knows why. Jeez. But still, very nice. What a nice guy. Or a woman. I don't know. Could have been anyone. Nice person. Nice person. Very nice person. Now we're all feeling warm and fuzzy. Let's uh, look ahead of what else you can listen to 
um, in this little family of podcasts. Kush, what is, uh, what is the Bosnet family producing in the next seven days? Microdose number 118 comes out this Friday. And uh, from the Overlook Theater, Tyrell Trotty, we talk about Blu-rays and physical media. He has a YouTube show called Blu-ray Tuesday with Tyrell. And a real fun episode. It's going to be hard to cut most stuff out, but I, I, I'm going to be on a short, short schedule this week, so i got to make a short episode. So check that out. Search Bosnet. No, sorry, don't do that. Search Microdose on your Bosnet.family. On Bosnet.family or on your favorite podcast player. Of course, don't forget to follow us at Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Go to enjoywafflebox.com for all the links. Of course, if you want some extra content, go to extrawaffle.com. Become a member today for as little as one dollar. Um, but I am Mike Fish. He is Mr. Kush Hayes. Until next week, take care of yourselves and each other. That's all, folks. These go to 11.